Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. This is The Jerry Callahan Show. Well, never let it be said that our president, Joe Biden, does not tackle the big problems. He held a ceremony at the White House, very colorful ceremony at the White House yesterday, to celebrate uh, legalizing gay marriage, which I didn't know was illegal. But, hey, I'm not going to quibble. He's getting things done. He also took a bow because he's legalizing interracial marriage. Didn't realize that was illegal either, but uh, hey, again, he's getting things done. There's a little crisis at the border. It's not as big a deal as uh, legalizing interracial marriage, but we're about to see a humanitarian crisis like we've never seen before. And uh, Joe Biden, he doesn't care. He's busy uh, twerking with drag queens. We'll tell you about this party. It was it was obscene what happened at the White House yesterday, especially considering that there are real problems in the world. But uh, hey, Joe Biden's busy with made up ones. Very, very bizarre day. Uh, SPF, he's heading to prison and it <laughs> it's alleged that it is one of the worst prisons in the world. I'm not sure if he gets to bring his beanbag chair and, he, and he's asking the judge for a vegan diet, which is hilarious. A vegan diet. I think. I think. I think he's going to fit in well there. I think the boys in uh, this uh, this prison are going to love uh, old <laughs> SPF with his with his double D's and his big full head of hair. I don't know. I think he's going to be popular among the guys. But we'll tell you about the hearing yesterday in the Bahamas and the strange hearing in D.C which didn't include SPF. They didn't allow him to testify under oath. Things are weird and they're going to get weirder in the SPF case. There's a movie out that I don't know. I can't wait to see. AOC made a movie about climate change and you're not going to believe this, but it bombed at the box office. I mean, really bombed a uh, sports writer in Buffalo, longtime sports writer got fired from like all his jobs because he said, women, women, sports fans don't understand critic criticism of their heroes. It's, it's mostly true, but uh, we'll play you the sound of uh, the latest guy to get canceled. You're not going to believe this, but he's an old guy from uh, new England with a, with an Irish name. (laughs) They hate those guys. Uh, And uh, speaking of guys out on their asses, our old friend, Mutt, Mutt man at WEEI is out after, I don't know, years and years of faithful service. But, hey, you knew it was coming. He's the latest to jump off the sinking ship. We'll say uh, we'll, we'll say goodbye to Mutt man and uh, get into that. And lots more on today's Callahan Show brought to you by Omaha Steaks. Let's do this, people. Get this done. You got someone on that list. hard to buy for. I am guaranteeing you. They will love this. Everybody loves this. The Omaha Steaks uh, holiday package. Can't go wrong with this. 
It's got everything you need in one gift. It's perfect. You send them an assortment of mouth-watering favorites, including butcher's cut filet, air-chilled boneless chicken, and the ultra-juicy burgers, which are my favorite. I eat them, like, every night. Like, I can't... <laughs> you can't go wrong. They're just awesome. Don't wait. Order today and beat the shipping rush. Go to omahasteaks.com. Use promo code Jerry, Jerry, at uh, checkout. You get an extra $40 off your order. It's a gift from the heart, a gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable bite. Order with complete confidence, knowing you're ordering the very best. Visit omahasteaks.com. Take advantage of 50% off site-wide, plus use Como promo code Jerry, G-E-R-R-Y at checkout and get an extra $40 off. Do it now. You will not regret it. A minimum order may be required. And when you're done ordering your Omaha Steaks, order up some Callahan coffee, the best, richest dark roast coffee you're going to find. Everybody loves it. Callahancoffee.com. We say this a lot. I know I say it a lot. This, This is upside down world. In, in the Biden White House. This is this is gone beyond funny, laughable, humorous. Let's let's laugh at that senile old man to the point where you're wondering, are uh, do they want, you know, like the the complete destruction of this country? We are about to be overrun at the southern border. I got the numbers, they're, they're staggering. We have video. It's unbelievable what they're allowing to happen at the Southern border. It is, they're just letting the world come in. And in one week from today, the title 42, which allows the border patrol to uh, turn back some of the migrants. Of course they don't turn back many, but they, but they're trying that goes away in a week uh, unless they do something to extend it. That was a, a carryover from the Trump administration. When it goes away, I just watched a uh, report from Bill Malusian. By the way, they're starting to cover it too. Some of the mainstream media outlets who turned a blind eye because they are, uh, they're all in on it with the Biden administration. They're starting to take note of the humanitarian crisis that is uh, about to happen at the Southern border. But I just watched a report in the last 24 hours in El Paso, 2,416 migrants crossed. If they repeal, that's 500,000 since October. The fiscal year began, I believe, October 1st. Since then, a half a million people crossing the border. Here it is, the video from Bill Malusian, the only guy who's ever, you know, whoever covers the catastrophe. Just people walking across the border, heading here. Uh, as soon as they get here, I assume there'll be some of these NP and, and NGOs and, and Catholic charities giving them food, giving them money, giving them phones, uh, 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 conspiring, assisting in this invasion. But here's what they say. Here's what they say. And I, I'm going to get to Biden because it's just insane. What happened yesterday at the White House, just insane. But they're estimating that if they repeal, when they repeal Title 42 in a week, they're estimating 14,000 illegal aliens crossing the border per day. That is 5 million a year. That is Ireland. That is the, the population of Ireland coming across our border illegally per day. This is utter madness. I know there are people, 81 million, who voted for Joe Biden. I have friends I have family who supported this, this, this lawless regime. And I have to ask, is this what you voted for? Is this what you wanted? Is this a good thing? You think 
5 million people crossing the southern border illegally every year, 14,000 a day. The southern, the, the border patrol is completely overrun. This is a humanitarian crisis uh, orchestrated by a administration that doesn't care. We have told you many times, almost 900 people died last year crossing the southern border, drowned in the Rio Grande right there, died in the desert. This is this. It's so good to have uh, decency and respect and compassion back in the White House, isn't it? This isn't compassion. This is madness. They're not coming from Mexico. They're coming from all over the world. They're coming from Africa and Asia and China and Russia. And what Biden has done is uh, put up the big, put out the welcome mat and told the world, come on in. This, this is scary on so many levels, but we have an 80-year-old president, an old, you know, an old pretend Catholic Irish guy who used to uh, agree we needed borders. He used to agree we needed some security at the Southern border. He's completely flipped because of they, they want these people to come in to the country and vote Democrat. They think they will vote Democrat. So they want to change the demographics. There's no way in hell Joe Biden thinks that's a good idea, but he's just a puppet and we'll get to his, the insane comments from the White House yesterday, but there's no reasonable, rational person. I mean, you have to be a friggin' Antifa member to think this is a good idea, but it's happening. And it's going to take, it's going to happen like we've never seen it happen before next week. What's this? What, what is it? Wednesday? Next Wednesday, just before Christmas, Title 42 goes away and everybody in the world is welcome they just have to say, oh, yeah, I'm seeking asylum, which they're not. If they were seeking asylum, they would stop in Mexico and seek asylum. But they want to come here because Uncle Sap has rolled out the, the, the red carpet and told them everything's free in America. And it's not wrong. It's not wrong. It's insane what's happening. I've told you my list of impeachable offenses before from day one. I really think they should impeach Biden day one. And I don't care which way you go, but it could be, you know, the Afghanistan withdrawal, leaving 85 billion in, in U.S. weapons in, behind. It could be uh, what it could be the, the, the laptop and the fact that uh, Joe Biden was getting 10 percent uh, from Hunter's deals with the communist Chinese. There's a whole list of things, but that would be that would probably be number one, allowing this invasion, uh, facilitating this invasion. It's happening now. And, and by the way, they're not just huddled, you know, our poor, our huddled masses. These are drug dealers. We know we got a fentanyl story, the latest fentanyl story. We know they're killing Americans. This is a, this is a, uh, an intentional, deliberate effort by the Chinese to kill young Americans. They send fentanyl over the southern border. It's the number one killer, as we know, but for Americans between 18 and 45, every day, 300 Americans are dying from illegal drugs coming over the southern border, poisoned by fentanyl. And what does our president do? Well, he hangs out at the Rose Garden with drag queens. Let's get to this insane ceremony at the White House yesterday. I'm telling you, I was, I was reading about it. I was watching it, watching some videos, and I was thinking... Do they sit behind? I mean, before you take the stage, before you come out and make comments and, to, and, and pat yourself on the back for all this wonderful groundbreaking legislation, are they laughing at us? When they're meeting before this, this ceremony, when, you know, Ron Klain and Susan Rice and Barack Obama and whoever else is, you know, are they saying, 
we're going to go out there and we're going to take a bow for legalizing, you know, gay marriage, interracial marriage, things that have been legal. interracial marriage has been legal for 50, 55 years. Gay marriage has been legal for seven, eight years. Everyone knows it. Nobody thinks that any gay couple and any interracial couple is under siege from any government, state government, federal government. Everyone knows these are not real problems. These are made up things. These are make-believe things. Uh, and if you were a conspiracy theorist, you'd say, is he just distracting from the real problem at the southern border, from the real problem, hell, in Ukraine, where, where, where Vladimir Putin's talking about using nukes again. Is he just distracting from the disastrous uh, Biden economy? Because there, there's no other explanation for this. I mean, it's just listening to him, listening to his guests and listening to you know, Sidney Lauper <laughs> and others talk about how love prevailed and love is love. And now people can love whoever they want. And you're saying, wait a second, they couldn't do that last week. They couldn't do that last year. I ask again, name the place where a gay couple can't get married. Name the place where an interracial couple. I mean, the idea that there's, it's, these are somehow marginalized people of you uh, watch TV lately. You can't watch a TV commercial for, you know, life insurance or, or uh, anything without seeing gay couples, interracial couples, gay interracial couples. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say they have overcome. We've reached that point. They're not, <laughs> they're not marginalized. They're not in danger. They're not uh, uh, ever going to be uh, banned in America. They're just not. And then, and you turn on whatever the news the evening news, as Kamala Harris said, Turner, she was making her another pitch for uh, you know climate change. It's always fun watching people so dumb and vapid talk about climate science. But she said, just watch the evening news. In other words, watch the evening news. It's raining in uh, Oklahoma. Oh, there's a flood in uh, the Philippines. See, climate change. We can get to that another time. Done that enough. We got to get to what happened at the White House yesterday. Big gathering, big party to celebrate solving a problem that didn't exist. With all the real problems, our president settled on a problem that did not exist anywhere for anyone. It's just, it's just madness. I mean, well, couldn't you at least come up with a story, a fake phony story? Like, look at this gay couple They're, you know, their neighbors don't like them or their, I don't know, their house was vandalized or this interracial couple. You know why they don't have one of those? A real life example? Because they don't exist. It's not real. Ugh. Anyway, big gathering, big crowd, lots of really happy gay people and, and interracial people and celebrities and singers and Sam Smith and Sydney La Cindy Lauper. I ask, before we get to Cindy, lots of big time music stars, rock stars, hip hop, country even. Uh, they like Joe Biden. They support Joe Biden. If they, if they got a call, why don't you come to the White House and sing us a song? Wouldn't, you know, Taylor Swift or Harry Styles or Adam Levine or Dave Matthews or Bruce Springsteen or Eddie Vedder, wouldn't they do it? Why do you roll out this fossil who's almost 70 and wasn't very big star even when she was younger and 
doesn't have it anymore. I'm just going to say, but we'll get to, we'll get to Cindy, I guess, because she had purple hair and she, I don't, I didn't even know. I didn't even know Cindy Lauper was gay. She, 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 she just, she just looks like a kindergarten teacher. That's why she got the invite. <laughs> she looks like a kindergarten teacher on TikTok. That's what she looks like. But uh, what do you want to start? I want to start with, if you have in front of you, the people who get, <laughs> according to Joe Biden, if, you, if you're uh, if you're young and just just learning, just there's a thing called a straw man. A straw man is a made up thing to win your argument. You make we used to mock my friend Glenn Ordway for always having a straw man. You know, I don't care what anyone says. This guy Tom Brady, he can play. You know, I'm not going to I'm not going to listen to any more criticism. Tom Brady's pretty good. Bill Belichick, he can coach. You know, you just make up the counter argument. It's an old. We all do it. But when you do it this brazenly, you can't help if you're in the audience to say, what the hell is he talking about? He talks about a couple that gets married in the morning, a gay couple, and gets kicked out of a restaurant in the afternoon. What? What is this old fool talking about? This again is the commander in chief, the leader of the free world. This again is the man who's allowed the invasion at the Southern border, who's committed a hundred billion dollars to this war, you know, 5,000 miles away with Russia. This again is the man who spent $10 trillion in, in two years to put us in this recession we're in real problems. And he comes out and someone wrote a script for him and he read it about a couple that gets married in the morning and gets kicked out of the restaurant in the afternoon. If you, if there were any journalists, their follow-up would be, where, where do they live? Who are they? What restaurant did they get kicked out of? Help us out. Go ahead, play it. Justice Thomas went even further, and he wrote the following quote. We should reconsider all the court's substantive due process presidents, including Griswold, Lawrence, Obergefell. <laughs> that means he thinks we should reconsider whether you got the right access to, concept, to, to contraception. And yes, we should reconsider whether you have the right to marry who you love. And that's not only the challenge ahead. When a person can be married in the morning and thrown out of a restaurant for being gay in the afternoon, this is still wrong. <laughs> can I remind you that there's no, no such person? That person doesn't exist does not exist there's no gay person being kicked out of restaurants hell <laughs> you know they're they're probably uh, you know own the restaurant run the restaurant there's the, the idea that you're going to make that an issue um there's you know i i think justice thomas is indeed thinking of uh, coming down with a ruling to ban interracial marriage because you know, the old lady's been nagging him. He's looking for a way out, man. <laughs> Justice Thomas is a black man married to a white woman. And they're talking about him overthrowing uh, interracial marriage. Uh, but he didn't just stop there. He went on and on talking about the uh, this oppressed minority. These uh, I should remind you, by the way, I should remind you that there's, there is an example I, I was on Newsmax talking about this last week, but uh, there's an example of a group being kicked out of a restaurant. This is happening. 
people are being kicked out of restaurants for their beliefs. That would be pro-lifers. That would be conservatives. This was just uh, a week ago, a, a Virginia, a Virginia restaurant refused to serve a conservative Christian organization because of the group's stance on traditional marriage and protecting the sanctity of life. The family foundation had a private party, a reservation reserved at Metzger's bar and butchery in Richmond, Virginia, a little donor reception on November 30th, a couple hours before everyone was scheduled to arrive. The, or, the restaurant told the organization they were unwilling to serve them. <laughs> they did a little research, found out who we are. We are unapologetically pro-life and stand for traditional marriage said the group's president, uh, Victoria Cobb, about an hour before the event, one of the restaurant's owners called to cancel. They said uh, the, the, um, the restaurant, Metzger Bar and Butchery, posted uh, their side of the story. They said they've always prided ourselves on being inclusive for people to dine. In eight years, we've rarely refused service to anyone. Recently, we refused service to a group that booked an event after the owners of Metzger found out it was a group of donors to a political organization that seeks to deprive women and LBGTQ plus persons of the human rights. We have always refused to serve anyone who makes our staff uncomfortable or unsafe. <laughs> Many of our staff are women or members of the LBGT community. Um, this is, this is actually happening. You're, you're pro-life and you can't eat at a restaurant because these people hate pro-lifers. They hate anyone who disagrees with them. They weren't going in there and demanding the waitresses sit down and pray with them. They weren't, they weren't going in there, you know, and singing, you know, Bible song, uh, singing songs and, <laughs> Uh, about pro-life or uh, they were just going in there to eat and talk and hang out like people do. That's the difference in the, you know, the cases such as the Colorado baker who didn't want to participate in the gay wedding. They're not asking the waitresses and bartenders to participate in any religious or ceremony. They just were going in there to have lunch and they got kicked out. That's not a problem. That's uh, Joe Biden is the Biden. They're okay with that. But if this make-believe gay couple, this made-up gay couple, goes into a restaurant, gets kicked out, whoa, time to hold a ceremony at the White House and sign legislation aided and abetted by 10 snakes in the, in the, in the Republican Party in the Senate, including Mitt Romney and Susan Collins. But uh, we got more from this insane ceremony yesterday. We haven't even got to the featured guests Cindy Lauper's one, but we also had a couple of, couple of big time you know, drag queens doing their thing for the kids at the White House. You thought this was a problem in libraries and schools? It's now happening in the White House. We will introduce you to some of the performers from yesterday. But let's get to uh, what else? What else we got from Biden? We got him talking about what here? Uh, this is him talking about uh, transgender kids. Oh, that's right. That's another. I don't even get what this has to do with this with this legislation. But in case you're wondering where the White House stands, they're all in on drag queens in schools, all kid on sexualizing your children. But they're also all in on uh, sex change surgeries for minors. This is a big issue these days. I'm not sure why it wasn't a big issue a long time ago when it started happening, but it's really proliferated lately. We know the numbers, I believe the number of, of girls identifying 
as transgender has increased 2000% in the last five years. It's a trend. It's trendy. It's, 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 it's kind of cool right now to come out and say you're transgender and you don't want to just let them, you know, live, change their, their hairstyle and their clothes. We want surgery. That's the compassionate thing. According to Joe Biden, uh, uh, remove their breasts, healthy breasts for young girls, remove the genitals of young boys. Cause that's what that's, that's healthcare. That's care for uh, transgender kids. And our president is all in. Listen. We need to challenge the hundreds of callous, cynical laws introduced in the states targeting transgender children, terrifying families, and criminalizing doctors who give children the care they need. We have to protect these children so they know they are loved and we will stand up for them and say they can seek for themselves. Say I can seek for themselves. I don't know what that means, but did you imagine this guy, this 80-year-old guy? You know, this Scranton guy. I mean, actually think we are actually supposed to think he supports uh, sex change surgeries for minors, puberty blockers for little kids who are confused about gender. But is there any wonder they're confused? They're getting these insane messages from all directions about how, you know, you could have been born in the wrong body. Uh, and now our president wants you to know that he's all in. You're all in. You want to cut the healthy breast off a young girl and tell her she's a boy? He's in. Yeah, that's that's healthcare. That's compassion. That's looking out for these poor, terrified families. I think uh, the real courage in 2022 is the governors, uh, the people in the red states who are banning this, outlawing it. It's it's long overdue. We have to stop the madness. And uh, God knows we're gonna get no help from this White House. This old fossil wants you to believe that he supports sex change surgeries for kids, puberty blockers for kids. Sure you do, Joe. This could be the best evidence that he's just an empty vessel being, being commandeered by some, some shady cabal in the back room there. There's no way this old fool believes any of this stuff. None. I mean, he was obviously he was against gay marriage. You can look it up. He was, he was uh, a big proponent of traditional marriage. He was, there's no way, no way that he supports sex change surgeries for kids, puberty blockers. He's just, he's just reading the script and he can barely do that. It's really kind of sad, but speaking of sad, we had musical performers and uh, drag queen performers at the white house. God, this is embarrassing for the, the United States, but, uh, again, I ask, where was Taylor Swift? I don't know. But we had Cindy Lauper. You want to do Cindy, Cindy first, or you want to do uh, Marcy Cummings? They're both. They're both uh, notable. Uh, here, here's Cindy Lauper. This is performing. Is she gay? By the way, anyone clear that up on my uh, on the comment line? Because I don't know if she is, but she's got the look down. She's trying. I mean, yeah. obviously, she's big. This is an issue that's important to her. I don't know. But showing up is one thing. Actually performing. This is the people's house, the White House. This is, this is quite an honor. How, you kinda, how do you settle on her? I guess James Taylor and Cindy Lauper, those are their top choices when you actually have someone perform for a ceremony at the White House. I don't get it. But let's uh, listen to uh, let's listen to little Cindy. Well, this time, love wins. 
Sing song for me or what, I in it. I know, are they like us? They just wing it. I mean, is that the best mic, the best uh, <laughs> speakers? I mean, that sounds so bad. And she's, I think she sang a couple songs in the next, the other one was even worse. Like, like I Trump, I understand if this happens, because not that many people will publicly right. endorse him, but everyone that makes good music has endorsed Biden. So. Right. That's why Trump has, you know, Lee Greenwood or John Rich, because he didn't have a long <laughs> list. Maybe Kid Rock, but... You're Joe Biden. Obviously, you don't even know who any of these people are, but don't your people say, let's call Taylor Swift and, and have her sing a song? And if she says no, then you say, let's call, you know, Dave Matthews or, or maybe you want some old fossil like Joe, have Springsteen, have, have, uh, you, know, you could do some, and you could take your pick. They're all on your team. You know, I was right. She's heterosexual. She's married to a guy, been married for years and years, has a couple kids. Check this out. And she is almost 70. She's worth $50 million. Cindy Lauper. I mean, on top of my head, I can't even think. Girls just want to have fun. I guess that's one. I can't even think of a hit that has staying power, but she's worth $50 million. I guess there's someone for everyone. But I will say this. If I were, uh, you know, I'd give her higher marks than I give uh, the other big celebrity star performers who were invited to the people's house yesterday. This is obscene. I don't care if I sound like some cranky old man. I don't care. You have drag Queens at the white house. And I'm going to remind you who isn't invited to the white house. That would be young Navy Roberts, four years old. She is Joe Biden's granddaughter, his youngest granddaughter, Joe Biden, this, you know, high quality guy who was going to bring honor and decency back to the white house pretends she doesn't exist. Navy Roberts, according to Joe and Jill Biden doesn't exist. Why? Because her father's a worthless crackhead and her mother was a stripper. So they punish the poor girl. They hang stockings in the white house for their other grandkids and for their dog and their cat, but not for young Navy Roberts. They don't care about her. They, they hate her. I shouldn't say hater. They pretend she doesn't exist. So the little girl doesn't get to the, go to the white house during the Christmas season, but uh, Marcy Cummings gets to go to the white house. Marcy is a well-known uh, Marty Cummings, Marty. Uh, oh, is it Marty? M-A-R-T-I. Yep. Marty Cummings gets to come to the white house. Marty Cummings uh, along with another, what was the other drag queen? Let me find it along with another, I don't know, famous drag queen, Brita Filter. Brita, there's a video of Brita Filter doing uh, 
Brita? Do my, they always have play on words. Real name? What does Brita filter mean? Is I don't it, know. Is it Brita filter? Brita, Brita, I don't know. What does that mean? I know she, I have Brita she filter. Did, she, performed, she performed in a church. I'm looking at it right now. Performing in the Grace Church Chapel. Uh, literally dancing down the to, to center aisle while people are sitting in the pews. This has just gotten out of hand and it's an effort. It's not by accident. It's an effort to sexualize children. It's an actual to push, uh, uh, to, to, to win, to win the latest battle in the culture war. It's to get acceptance for these freaks, men mocking women. By the way, we'll get to what happens when a sports writer mocks women. We'll get to that. But this is men who dress up as women, mock them, put on garish makeup and big wigs and big fake booze and, and shake their ass, mocking women. This is no different than blackface. Blackface, you can't do, but you can mock women and get invited to the White House. So this person, uh, again, young Navy Roberts didn't make the list, but Marty Cummings makes the list. I will tell you before we get to uh, see her perform, you know, for kids, because that's what drag queens like to do. This is from the Daily Mail. Among those who attended the White House ceremony for the signing of legislation codifying same-sex marriage were two drag queens, one of whom once tweeted, quote, the kids are out to sing and suck bleep. Suck D-word. That's what this person who was invited a special guest at the White House tweeted. Another performed for a group of kids in a church in August, that's the, the, the other breed of filter. Marty G. Cummings, I still look, I still wonder what the play on words is. Perhaps I'm, I'm stupid or something. I don't get it. Marty G. Cummings, a New York based drag queen and activist, was pictured at the event alongside fellow drag queen Brita Filter. Brita Filter starred in RuPaul's Drag Queen or Drag Show, whatever it is. Cummings posted pictures on their Instagram. Jesus. I'm going to just take liberties here and I'm going to write, I'm going to say Cummings posted pictures on his Instagram. You don't get to be plural. I'm sorry. It's, it's, you don't get to do that to the language. Uh, showing him in men's clothes on the White House lawn on their Instagram bio, on his Instagram bio, Cummings describes himself as non-binary drag artist. Earlier this year, Cummings tweeted, kids are out to sing and suck bleep. In another message, he said, anyone who thinks drag isn't for children is wrong. So this weirdo, this creep, who is trying to foist this, this thing that he does on children was celebrated at the White House yesterday. This guy who un, unabashedly celebrates sexualizing children. And you don't believe me? Do we have the video of him uh, dancing to um, b singing and dancing to Baby Shark for a little toddler? Yep. This is a person who was invited to the White House yesterday. Go ahead. Okay, I was kind of hoping for a little bit longer, Kyle. I don't know why I stopped. <laughs> parents. I'm, I'm serious when I say that D, uh, DYS or DSS should be knocking on their door. You brought your kid to it. That's at a bar, by the way, at a bar for a, to have a man 
dressed as a woman, shake his ass in front of your child? What the hell is wrong with you? I understand that they don't like, you know, Trump people or conservatives or even religion. I understand. But you would do that to your own child? That's, that's, that, that's just against every instinct that a good parent should have. You want your, to bring your child and have this weirdo guy wearing women's clothes, shaking his ass in front of your kid and sexualizing your kid. Man, I, I know I know 81 million people voted for him, but is this, again, what Biden voters want? They want drag queens at the White House? Drag queens that said kids are for sucking D-word? That's really what they want. Uh, uh, we got There's so much from this guy, I don't even know where to begin. Proud to be a drag artist in... Uh, uh, this is what uh, Cummings posted from the White House. Proud to be a drag artist in politics with my sister, Brita Filter, representing at the White House for the signing of the Respect for Marriage Act. So they're there. They're being honored. They're being celebrated. Uh, at the same time, they're performing, you know, drag shows for kids and tweeting and texting and uh, to uh, Instagram posting about uh, sexualizing children and children sucking uh, things. <laughs> And by the way, there's a, there's a whole bunch more from this guy. This guy did a TED talk in Provincetown where he talked about uh, influencing young children to want to become drag queens when they get older, when they grow up. That's, that's a real thing. You can, you can look it up. That's what, that was priority number one for our president yesterday as our Southern border is about to be invaded like never before. That's the priorities of the commander in chief. He also uh, he rolled back his uh, Andrew Dice Clay like nursery rhymes and hit the <laughs> played played the hits with his favorite oh, joke. Oh Jesus! Is this the don't jump? Yeah, yeah. this is him. With the, I mean, this is how you know this is just the the brain is just calcified. There's nothing in there. You know, there's there's four or five thoughts, and when he sees something, he just reacts viscerally and blurts it out. So anytime he sees someone on another level, like on a balcony or stairs or something. Immediately, it's don't jump. I mean, this again is a sign of of dementia. There's just not much there. And if he can grasp uh, a, a thought from the past, he just blurts it out. Go ahead, play it. Standing behind me are dozens of plaintiffs up there. Don't jump. <laughs> dozens of plaintiffs. <laughs> don't jump. Don't jump. What does that even? Whatever. Anyway. Anyway, that's. Uh, what uh, your president, how your president spent his time two weeks before Christmas, one week before the invasion of the southern border, celebrating Marty, 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 or Marcy, whatever her name is, Cummings, and uh, Brita Filter, a couple of men mocking women and attempting to sexualize children. All right, uh, let's, <laughs> speaking of trying to influence children, we got to get to AOC's movie and to SP. Let's do SPF before, and then we'll get to, we'll get to AOC. Cause you got to see this trailer. You got to see the worst thing that ever uh, appeared on a movie screen in America. But uh, yesterday appearing in a Bahamian courtroom. Now I have mixed emotions about this. I really do. I mean, I want to see this slob. I want to see the tussle haired scumbag who ripped off millions of people, stole billions of dollars, created the scheme, the scam that included politicians, mostly Democrats, celebrities, media people. He paid off everybody. 
By the way, a report this morning, I just watched, I'm not sure who had it, it's talking about the celebrities who were uh, co-conspiring with uh, SBF, Samuel, uh, Sam Bankman-Fried, including, we've gone over before, Kevin O'Leary and Tom Brady and Steph Curry. The celebrities who helped him uh, orchestrate this scheme, uh, they wanted Taylor Swift. He offered $100 million. <laughs> I guess I should give uh, Taylor credit because I don't think she signed on. But She's like the only Ke- one that didn't. I know. Kevin O'Leary. Kevin O'Leary. Most people don't even know who he is. He's the bald guy on Shark Tank. Got $15 million to spread lies about this guy. Tom Brady, if Taylor Swift got 100 and if Kevin O'Leary got 15, what do you think SBF paid Tom Brady? And will we find out when we see the the whole bank bankruptcy filing? But uh, the latest number that they've settled on is $8 billion that he stole from clients. And do you have the quote? I'm not sure I sent it to you. From the new CEO, they bring in this guy who um, who takes over uh, after uh, they file for bankruptcy. Uh, SPF is removed as, uh, his name is John Ray III. He's the new FTX uh, head now that uh, scumbag SPF is out. And he testified yesterday. Here he is. He testified where in, SPF was supposed to be sitting right next to him you know, in his dirty t-shirt and his man boobs sitting there talking to his friends on this panel, including Maxine Waters, but he was busy in court. But John Ray testified here. Here's, uh, I don't know if you have it, but I could just read it. He was asked to compare the crimes uh, at Enron because he did this for Enron too, with the crimes of uh, FTX quote, Enron's crimes were highly orchestrated financial machinations by highly sophisticated people to keep transactions off balance sheets. This FTX isn't sophisticated whatsoever. This is just plain old embezzlement. They Here's the good news, people. They got this punk cold. They have him cold. He, if you listen to John Ray, if you read, they, they did not take any great steps to hide the scam. They had a hedge fund. They created his put his girlfriend in charge, Alameda, put the mousy little sidekick uh, in charge of, they took money, people invested in FTX, they they and they gave it to Alameda, and then they Just bought tokens that they created by FTX, I think they were called FTTs. It was a scheme a Ponzi scheme. And when people tried to get their money out, they just counted on people not getting their money out, kind of like Madoff when they did. And it was the guy from the, their competitor Binance who started the run on FTX. They didn't have the money to pay people. So uh, they, it collapsed. It sounds even for a dummy like me, it sounds pretty simple and pretty easy to prove and pretty well documented. They got him. They have her. They have all the rest of these scumbags. They were, you know, in this polyamorous relationship and, you know, playing board games and doing drugs there in the Bahamas. Hopefully they have his parents too, because I believe they're in it up to their eyeballs. They have multiple properties in the Bahamas too, that they bought with all their ill-gotten gains. But he went to court and it was, it, it, it you know, it Again, I wish you have testified. I wish they got him under oath. I wish they got him to to name names yesterday. They didn't. That is curious. That's suspicious. 
hopefully uh, we will hear from him uh, before he gets, you know, Epstein by, uh, I didn't, I'm not sure if he was going to, Bill Clinton's in, uh, in this up to his eyeballs, by the way, Bill Clinton's one of his uh, co-conspirators. So maybe he should watch his back in this prison in the Bahamas, but Here's uh, a recap from his appearance in court yesterday. He actually wore a, a jacket and tie, which he had to take off in court, which must have been a treat for all the people in court, to put on his medic, medical patch. Fallen FTX mogul Sam Bankman-Fried brought up his vegan diet and apparent ADD diagnosis as he begged the Bahamas judge to let him out on bail Tuesday with his attorney proposing a 250,000 cash bail to no avail. I love this. He thought he was going to get bailed out, offered 250 grand. Mom and dad were there. The judge said, no, he is stuck. And he did not waive extradition. So he's stuck in this Bahamian prison, which is one of the worst in the world, according to somebody till February 8th, at least he might be so miserable in there. If he doesn't get his vegan diet, by the way, how many vegans have, have man boobs and a big gut? How do you get that fat if you don't eat anything good? <laughs> how do you get that fat on vegetables and whatever? I guess Oreos are vegan. That's true. I think. Yeah. And so I think maybe, uh, I think most potato chips are also vegan. Are they? I think. Uh, the magistrate judge denied bail for the 30-year-old accused crypto crook who lowered his head and hugged his parents both Stanford professors. It came after a lengthy hearing. Bankman-Fried's first in-person public appearance uh, since his arrest in the Bahamas on Monday, wearing a blue suit and white shirt and heavily guarded in the capital, Nassau. Bankman-Fried quickly signaled he would not waive extradition, an extradition hearing on being sent back to the U.S. where he faces a slew of federal charges Mr. Bankman-Fried is reviewing the charges with his legal team and considering all his options at his lawyer, Mark Cohen. Uh, he asked if he could take his medication. The judge asked, do you need to take a drink with that? No, but I have to take my shirt off, he said. Uh, his mother laughed out loud when his son was referred to as a fugitive. I mean, of course you wouldn't give this guy bail. He's, I mean, obviously he's the biggest financial fraudster in history who's operating in the Bahamas to avoid U.S. regulations and now U.S. prosecutions. The last guy in the world you'd let out on bail. He's definitely a flight risk. But the question is, where is his little mousy girlfriend, Caroline Ellison? Uh, reports how she was in New York, which means she may have already flipped, which means he is screwed. Screwed either way. But I can't believe this little financial scheme would come between these two, uh, these two lovebirds. It's a shame, but... Uh, he will, he's facing, this is the best part, 115 years in prison if convicted on eight charges, including wire fraud, money laundering, and campaign finance violations. There's the big one. Uh, we're going to find out how he tried to illegally donate to his favorite Democrats, including Joe Biden, Maxine Waters, you name it. Uh, of course, they should all give it back. There's no doubt. There's, I mean, there's no argument against you know keeping it. But they won't. They won't. They'll just wait it out and keep his money, which he stole from other people. I'd like to be one of the victims, knowing he gave ten million to Biden, forty million to Democrats during the midterms, knowing that he was giving, you know, fifteen million to Kevin O'Leary and probably fifty million to Tom Brady, and you got swindled. 
someone should make them whole. There's a lot of people out there who've gotten rich from this guy ripping off a whole lot of people. But uh, he'll be in that prison, which, uh, if you haven't seen it, it looks pretty grim. That Bahamian prison. I don't think they got air conditioning and beanbag chairs and and uh, vegan food, but uh, we'll see. He's going to... It's going to have a tough couple of months. Good luck to SPF. But all right, let's do Shay, and then we're going to get to AOC. You were looking for something to do, you know, over the holidays. We got a movie, and there's plenty of good seats available. This is uh, for you homeowners and home builders out there. Did you know that Shea Concrete has a huge selection of precast concrete steps? Of course you did. I've been telling you about this. This is the best thing. I think it might be the best thing they do is their precast concrete steps. Whether you're building a new home, you need to replace an old staircase in an old home. Shea has great values with designs for any home. Available in concrete, or you can customize the steps with beautiful stone, granite, or brick. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front, front entrance of your home. In most cases, they can remove the old stairs and have you walking up your new front steps within hours. Just like that, you call Shea, they come over, they take the old steps away, which, by the way, they're really heavy. That is a pain in the ass. They take the old steps away. They put the new steps. You can sit in the window with the AC cranking and watch it all happen. And when they're done, your house looks better and it's worth more. This isn't an expense. This is an investment in your home. Check it out. You can learn more about Shea's precast concrete steps at SheaConcrete.com. And by the way, you can also look for a job there. You can go to Shea Concrete or get on SheaConcrete.com. They're always hiring. It's a great company, a great place to work. Maybe it's time for you to upgrade your profession and go work for Shea. Check that out as well at SheaConcrete.com. I We talk about, you know, bad movies all the time. I I saw a good movie on, uh, I don't even know what it was on Netflix. My wife is a way I get to watch really dark, violent movies. And I I love World War II movies. I watched uh, uh, All Quiet on the Western Front, which is excellent. So dark, though. So depressing. It was was wicked depressing. Did you see it? I mean, it is dismal. I mean, it was compared to a 1917. I don't think it is is as good. I couldn't follow the story the whole time. But it is dark and it is realistic. And it is about the horrors of World War I, which is, you know, kind of underplayed everyone you know, talks about world war ii world war one was pretty damn grim even grimmer a movie called the champion and you think ah, it's champion good sports movie it's about a prisoner in auschwitz a polish prisoner who was a boxer a fighter and had to fight literally they put him in the ring and had him fight other prisoners had him fight other and fight you know capos which are those chap uh, jewish guys who worked for the nazis evil evil people Really grim, really dark, but a really good depiction of life in Auschwitz. So dark, uh, but I love that stuff. I love dark. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know what? This sounds pretty dark. Maybe I'll check it out. I, we can laugh at this. We'll show you the trailer. AOC has a movie out. You probably didn't even know, right? I mean, I didn't even know, but she has a movie out, which is in, which is was in theaters last weekend. And it set records for failure. This is one of the biggest flops in like movie history. Uh, AOC's new climate change documentary debuted in movie theaters over the weekend, generating $80 per theater. 80, 8 That's like, that doesn't even cover, you know, dinner. <laughs> $80 per theater. If you go to a movie and you say you took two kids, say you went four people 
and you got popcorn and big sodas and maybe you wear a theater that has beer. You spend more than that just for four people. Uh, uh, the film is called To the End. It was filmed over four years. It follows four young women, Cortez, uh, AOC, activist Vashini Prakash, climate policy writer Rihanna Gunn-Wright, and political strategist Alexandra Rojas as they attempt to pass sweeping climate change legislation. Man, is that not a hook? Does that not suck you in? I'm canceling all my plans. The film currently boasts 88% fresh critic score on Rotten Tomatoes and does not yet have an audience score. Well, I'm going to tell you what. The audience voted with their feet. Uh, this is the New York Times, of course, thought it was good. Representative AOC offers the best on-screen antidote to despair. She's funny, a, can, a canny political strategy, said the New York Times' T.O. Bugby. To the end is set to ignite more Americans to take action, said the critic on uh, Roger Ebert's. RogerEbert.com, Nick Allen. The documentary debuted at 120 screens over the weekend and guarded less than $10,000 across all screens. It made $9,000 total across the country, uh, placing it 33rd overall at box office. Now, I know people aren't going to the theaters. They got other things to do. But even if you're a liberal and you buy into all this climate change nonsense, does this sound like a fun way to spend your Saturday night? Take the little woman out, iron head, get some dinner, then go see to the end, see AOC. I'll say this again. I'm going to say it every day. I don't care. There's an inverse proportion, inverse the graph, the line on the graph. The dumber people are, the louder they shout about climate change. When you hear people talking about climate change, it's invariably someone who doesn't understand the first thing about it. Kamala Harris was doing a speech yesterday about the climate and, and the argument is settled. The science is settled. Climate is real. Just watch the evening news. And you're going, what the hell does that even mean? Watch the evening. Oh, look, there's a storm in, in California. Climate change. It's just so shallow and dumbed down and ignorant. So you have this half wit, former bartender, BU grad. How embarrassing is that for BU? Who's going to tell us that the, that the earth's temperature is warming and we're all going to die because, you know, the, the carbon emissions, just something she could never, ever grasp. In a million years, AOC couldn't grasp climate science, even if it were real, even if it were man-made. This person could never comprehend it and certainly couldn't convey it to the public. It's just not possible. But I shouldn't judge her. Let's, uh, let's get to. Great taste in men, too. Oh, yeah, she's got the uh, Iron Head lookalike. Was he in it? He must have been in it because she was walking through the woods with her friends. It just looks so stupid. And it's probably going to be shown in high schools across America like like the uh, Al Gore propaganda. But this, we will laugh at her. We will always laugh at her. She's funny. She's so dumb and she's so just so self-centered and you know, she does the thing on Instagram doing her makeup or eating a chicken wing and she thinks everything is about her. But it's also dangerous. There's a reason young people are having nightmares, as Catherine Clark said her kid had, uh, about climate change. There's a reason they're throwing tomato soup on priceless paintings and laying down in traffic is they have been indoctrinated. They have been brainwashed by adults. Uh, the, The kids, they're stupid. They're gullible. They're naive. They fall for it when they listen to an adult. And then you get someone like Greta Thunberg 
who influences kids, this high school dropout who, again, doesn't understand the first thing about the science, but they, it's not science, it's religion, and they're bought into it. AOC is the best example. She doesn't understand what she's saying, but it works. You get kids to panic, you get them to buy in, you get them to think the world's going to end. There's nothing that motivates like fear, like fear of death. And she gets these gullible lemmings to follow along, and you're saying, what good does this do? to put kids in a state of fear and panic and, and rob their childhood, as, as Greta Thunberg likes to say. I blame her. This is so irresponsible and dangerous and stupid. I'm glad no one went to see it. But let's check out the, uh, the trailer. Fighting for change politically requires faith. We are building an army of young people to stop the climate crisis and create millions of good jobs for our generation. Blockbuster hit. Everyone wants to talk about this dispassionately, but this is the world that I will raise my kids in. The more centrist wing is arguing that they want to maintain the status quo. Ain't nobody gonna keep us down. This is going to be the moonshot of our generation. Moments of crisis crack open the window of possibility. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like my job is to get. I like how there's a gigantic forest fire and they're like, see global warming. Yeah, they walk through this like a tornado. So what she's going to do, I guess, is travel to different places where they had weather. You know, weather. remember weather? Before we had climate, we had weather. And there'd be a storm or there'd be a tornado or a hurricane and say, look, if you don't stop driving, if you don't buy a Tesla like I did, we're all going to die. And again, smart people just laugh at her. She said, joke. But dumb people don't. They follow her. They buy into this. They hear the music and they say, oh, this is the existential threat. Shame on you, AOC. You should be ashamed of yourself trying to scare kids with this made up nonsense. Again, there is no climate crisis. It's totally made up. There's a crisis at the southern border, which uh, the guy on the screen, this weirdo is uh, facilitating. But I, I, I do want to mention quickly, do I have a minute? I want to mention this. Uh, I teased it. Um, longtime Buffalo sports writer, Jerry Sullivan. He's, he's covered the bills forever. And now he worked, he worked for the Niagara Gazette and typical beat guy. He got a bunch of gigs He's on TV radio. He lost it all yesterday. Went on a podcast with some Bills fans, drunken Bills fans. By the way, they're drinking on this podcast. It's called uh, what's the Train Wreck Tonight. This is a sports writer who's been read and respected and for probably 30-something years. I think he's a New England guy, not a cynical guy. Do we have time to play his comments? It's only like 20 seconds. This is how it all ends if you're a white guy in America. It all ends when you go on a podcast, have a couple of beers, and say, Women, uh, what don't get critical ge- journalism? They're all want to be cheerleaders. That's what he said. Play it. In the form, we had three people that have commented on the live stream. Uh, if this is Amy, I thought the aim was to get views, not turn people away. Uh, the next <laughs> you know, comment- women be better than this because the worst fans really are the women. They they don't they don't get. Critical journalism. They're just they all they all want to be cheerleaders. Okay. Be- you know what I mean? It's always, I don't want to, I yeah, know, it's a dangerous avenue to go down to criticize women in general because they're better than men generally. But as, now, now we need to bring what you just said. They, they generally they get it as fans. As it is, it is. 
Because that's a guy with a couple beers in him, with a couple of drunken Bills fans, guys wearing winter hats and sunglasses, drinking beers. And he says, women don't get it. They're better than men, most things. Uh, They're not the worst fans in the world. I don't know what that means, but he's right about one thing. They're generally cheerleaders. We talk about this all the time. Well, on TV, if you see someone on ESPN, a woman on a panel, she's going to defend the player. The, the man was more likely, uh, more apt to criticize the player. Woman is more likely to defend him for whatever reason. I talk about this all the time with, with Minahan. Uh, you look in this and they're always defending, oh, you know, whoever it is, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. They, what, what women should do is on ESPN at least is be more critical. You know, don't, don't necessarily take the player's side, maybe be more critical. I mean, not like, like, like Jamel Hill just criticize the white guy every time, but just be more critical that's what he's saying. I think that's what Jerry Sullivan's saying or trying to say. He's got a couple of beers in him. It didn't matter. As soon as he was done, he was fired from everything. <laughs> that's uh, the latest to get canceled for something that just whatever. After, you know, 30 years in the business, he's done because he said women don't get critical journalism. They want to be cheerleaders. Not the best choice of words, but really, you're going to end a guy's career for that. Speaking of ending the career, good luck to our old, uh, my old friend, Mutt. Mutt man at WEEI has been shown the door. Great guy. He'll be fine. He's a good, he's a gambler, a degenerate gambler, and there's a market out there for that. So I think he'll be fine, but just a terrific guy. We had a blast for whatever, a couple of years doing the show with Menahan and Mutt. We had a lot of laughs. It was fun. That's not allowed anymore. No more fun. They don't like fun. They don't like listeners. They don't like ratings. They just like to stay out of trouble. So they got rid of Mutt Man. He's uh, he's done, but he'll be fine. Good luck to you, Mutt Man. That will do it for today. Thanks to everyone for watching and listening. Thanks, Ironhead. I'm Jerry Callahan. and this is the Callahan Show, and we'll do it again tomorrow. Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right. Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me I'm not. Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.